0: everyone, and welcome to GripLog, Foundation Disco's Weekly Podcast. I'm hunting, win, as always by Trevor and Connor. hey We got a little bit of a show today, just a little bit. Uh, i talk gonna, a little
1: butt-co. I'm butt going to show today. I'm going to a little gonna, what? M-
0: we are going to talk about a little butt code DGC.
1: I will say... If that tournament wants to become anything relevant, it needs to capitalize. It needs make. to move off
0: the weekend after Worlds
1: and before need, the playoffs. Make, no, it just, it all it needs to do is make merch that says Butco, and I'll buy it. Trevor's trivia:
0: the Pro Tour Championship announces new location. I have a little.
1: It's in Spain.
0: Disc quiz for you guys, and then I found some stuff on Reddit that I think will be fun to talk about.
1: How many people? Cool. Are but see, first, so many people are going to keep listening to this podcast now because they think it's actually in Spain when it's in Germany
0: continue. A word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Smooth sack summer slowly coming to an end, fellas. And as summer comes to an end, we enter fall And we enter fall. Keep your your boys clean and fresh And just a time for fresh ball fall. (laughs) The leaders and below the waist grooming is here to make sure you feel smoother than a beach ball and smell fresher than your girl's pumpkin spice or a guy's pumpkin spice. Can we regulate guy's pumpkin spice lattes? Pumpkin spice lattes are for everyone. Start the new season the right way and join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free shipping with the code GRIPLOCK at Manscaped.com. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to keep your sweet sweet sack in check. Inside this package, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop reserve ball deodorant, Cropper Fiber toner, performance box with the brief, double sweet there, <laughs> and the travel bag to hold your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce groom- grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. It also has a 7,000 RPM motor, new multi function on off switch that can travel lock, and gives you the ability to turn on the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise save. (laughs) Did I mention? (laughs) This thing's waterproof, too, guys. So, oh, yeah, shave in the shower all you want. You can get 20% off on free shipping with the code Griplocked at Manscaped.com. the 20% off free shipping with the code Griplocked at Manscaped.com. Keep things smooth and fresh as we say sayonara to Smoothball Summer and enter fresh ball Fall, y'all. Yeah. Sweet, sweet. All right. Hey, the Butler
2: a, turn the thing sideways.
1: Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Oh, no, uh, keep turning. Keep, keep turning to, like, the photos. T- no. no.
0: Butler County Disc Golf <laughs> Classic happened Butco. this past weekend, and I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Oh. oh. Football was on. World Championship had just happened. All I did was watch U disk. Mm, I tried. Same. I, I looked. I looked, I looked. I looked at like some highlights.
1: I saw uh, Joel Freeman. They thumber. did this to themselves because like the world's. The I didn't see anyone talking about this the, tournament either. I saw a few people, but the post world tie is so significant that the only thing to drag you out of it would be to go straight to the playoffs. Yeah. And then we would have been like, Okay, we're back. We need to snap in. I'm back, back in. this week. I'm but, ready for GMC. Yeah. But you can't snap us out of the post world tie with a new event with a silver series that's a silver that nobody's, series that nobody's that no really one showed at.
0: up to. With that being said, Joe Freeman took it down, and he did it in an impressive fashion. We'll talk about that here in a second. Chandler job, Kramer Joel. came in second, and Linus Carlson came in third. Kristen Tatar decided winning Worlds wasn't enough. I need to go dominate the field again, and she did. Beat beat out Jessica Weese and Lisa Fakas, who came in second and third. Um, the big storyline from the event was the USDGC qualifying because no one was there, more or less. I think the uh, Canadian Nationals went down this weekend, too, I believe. Um, I'll have to look at the USDGC Twitter and see who qualified from that. Because I believe that's that's normally a qualifier event as well. The Canadian Nationals, um, usually, yeah.
1: I'll search their Twitter here. I don't remember if it said so on the USDGC. <laughs> website
0: USDG, But that was a big, big reason for players to go to this event if they hadn't, if they weren't, like, if they're already in the points and stuff like that. Um, they haven't tweeted since August 22nd, Des Moines. Come
1: on, USDGC. Just go to their website. I think it's updated. No, it's not. It's actually. definitely I'm, not going to
0: be lying. All definitely. right, well... Uh, There's no way to tell then who qualified from Canadian Nationals, but we'll pull up their results here. But uh, that was one of the big things for this event was uh, you could go there and qualify relatively easier than the rest of the season because... A lot of the big names weren't going to be there. Um, and a lot of the guys who were on the list of like players you expected to be in USDGC that hadn't qualified yet got their spot. Linus Carlson, James Proctor, Connor O'Reilly, and Dylan Horst all qualified for USDGC here. And then for the throwing Pink Women's, we had Holly Finley and Leah Sinegeni qualify. Um, so that was, in my opinion, that was the biggest thing for this event. Uh, yeah. Obviously, winning a Silver Series, Joel Freeman, that's huge. His final round was insane. He was went in, I think, down four strokes to Chandler Kramer, beat him by 17 the final round? No, 13 the final round. Uh, he shot... Why is this? I hate, I hate my computer right now. Um, I'll correct myself here if I was wrong. But he shot an absolutely insane uh, 14 under par, beat Chandler Kramer by 13 the final round to win by six.
1: Pretty insane.
0: No, to win by nine. Yeah. So he was down four. Win by nine. Insane final round. Jeremy Colleen had some thoughts on that. Uh, but let me look up the Canadian National Disc Golf Championship that went down this past weekend. Thomas Gilbert won it. Uh, is it you think it's embarrassing for Thomas Gilbert if he doesn't win Canadian Nationals? Mm, probably not. Probably not. Matt Bell came in second. Casey Hayne Mayer came in third. On FPO, Ella Hansen took it down by a pretty commanding Fifteen strokes over Catherine Tang and Jordan Bernalow-Montz. I believe his name. Uh, definitely butchered where that is, one. But Jordan,
1: where is uh, Canadian Nationals? Like, is it Bonshaw, on, Prince Edward Island, Canada? Is that? I want to know if that's uh eastern side of Canada. Like, if it's still close to Vermont. I think it is. I'll okay. look up. Um, I'll see. that would make a lot of sense as far as the tour is structured. Because I was wondering, I was like, why would you go to Canada, and not Pittsburgh, if you're going in to Vermont? But Island, there, just right above oh, Canada.
0: Let's uh, look at this thing on a map here. Yeah, it's right above Vermont. Huh. Very close to Vermont. Almost cool. as close as you can be to Vermont and be in Canada. Nice. Um, so, yeah, those events went down this past weekend. But, yeah, Joel Freeman's final round was pretty, pretty insane. Big comeback win. I believe it's his first tour victory uh, in general. Yes. Um, so big, big weekend for Joel Freeman overall. Yeah,
1: I would, you know, and I think Joel Freeman was on my, I think him and Matty O were both on my can't win list. Matty O was like definitely number one on that list, but I think Joel Freeman was on that list. I don't know if this counts because it was silver a very weak, well, don't count. there are some silver series where I'd be like, where I, but this silver series is the reason I say silver series don't count is because you no, I would say like. A silver series for me, like there are ones where if you beat out good enough players, I could take you off my can't lose or can't win list because like okay, you can beat guys, but this one I mean, there wasn't a strong enough feel for me to take him off my can't win list.
0: Yeah. Uh Joe Freeman still can't win. Jeremy Colleen posted <laughs> this, I believe this is on Facebook. I saw it on Reddit. It got uh it was just on Reddit when I went on this morning. Uh he posted Joel Freeman shooting 14 down today, coming, back, coming from four back to win by nine on that course on wet tees and slick conditions is one of the most impressive final rounds I've ever watched. Congrats, dude. Way to win your first tour event. Pivoting into the controversy and potentially offering a solution. His round was rated 1077. I hate that numerals are, are already capitalized because I want to make it understood that I am shouting at loud how ridiculously low that rating is. He beat the next best score by eight. Let me put in parentheses shouting numbers. And on top of that, he annihilated the course record by six. His round will never receive the historical recognition it deserves because we used a flawed rating system on high SSA courses. I know Chuck Kennedy knows this, and although he may never admit it, it really should change. My submission to the powers that be is that we restructure the fixed incremental point system by implementing a top-heavy curve. For example, let's say player A shoots a really hot 12-under. He's leading the tournament by two until the final card comes in and player B shoots, scorches a 13-under. Somewhere else in the field is player C who shoots a plus one and player D shoots a plus two. I think it's fair to say that one stroke that B bested A by was more impressive than the way player C beat player D. A curved rating system would reflect this, especially when players dominate the field by eight. Also, we should really see, we should finally see some decent ratings on high SSA courses, which are the hardest courses to rate high on. It would be great to have some best rounds of all time actually rated as such.
1: Well, here's the, here's the, I I, I don't have a disagreement with what he's saying with like the ratings, but. Why is he giving attention to ratings? Is the biggest problem. You by making this post, you're giving power to the rating system that I feel like this year people really haven't cared about. And yeah. the reason people are going to remember his round is because if we ever go back to the course, we're going to talk about Joel Freeman's course record. Not doesn't matter what the round rated. Like Paul just won worlds. Does anybody care what his rounds rated? Has anybody talked about what his rounds rated? No. no. Well, the
0: uh, reason I want to bring this up is I think this is you know list items seventy eight on why we just need to get the heck rid of ratings. Yeah. Once you reach thousand rated, just your ratings just go to a thousand plus rated. And you want to yeah. have round ratings as like another stat. Again, they're pointless because like a round rating they're really so only inaccurate. tells you within that event. Like Jeremy Cole's saying is his round was rated ten seventy seven. Someone else posted on Reddit that some random tournament at a different place someone shot ten seventy nine rated round. Is that round really better than Joel Freeman's fourteen under? Probably not. Could it be? Who knows? Because you you can't tell because if this round and he beat if he beat the field at the memorial championships by eight and he did this similar thing, he couldn't do it at that course. But if he did, this would be the highest rated round ever. I'm not saying this is the best round ever, because I think Paul's thirty nine at Memorial wasn't the best round ever, even though it's the highest rated eleven thirty two. Yeah. That's the whole issue. Paul's is really, toboggan round was better than that. Yeah, and Paul's Maple Hill forty five or whatever it was was better than that. Um
1: Probably also his wr Jackson. wr, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm
0: saying. There's a lot of rounds better than that, but none are rated better. That's yeah. the whole problem. Is really ratings only give you true context within the event. Yes, because you can't take it out and yeah. co- compare it to other ones. Because like we just said, the greatest round of all time isn't the greatest round of all yeah, time. You Joel look. Freeman. We don't know where this round stays in the greatest round of all time because all right. first time playing the course. Only thing we have is within this event, and everyone can agree should have been higher than 1077 rated. Looking at yeah. beating the field by. Eight, I think it was partially the field was weak so if he was if the person he beat by 8 was Paul or Eagle or someone like that his rating probably would have been a little higher
1: but it just doesn't I, it, ratings it surprises suck. me that that like big germ is still like it sounds like most definitely he still cares about ratings and I thought that all the pros were kind of over it because they've stopped posting about well, it like cuz like it's it's such a it has literally ratings nowadays has once you get to a certain point, at least, has zero effect on your career. Like, no, that's not true. Once you get to a certain point,
0: Mm-mm. not Well, if you get to like Paul's level,
1: like what? Well, what is it? Where is it?
0: I just saw on Facebook. I I forget whose dad it was, but it was someone's dad who their son is on tour, uh, and they're like a middle level to lower level tour player. And it's in their contract they have to keep their player rating above a certain point. But is it what like ten twenty?
1: I'm, just saying, Something like, like that, I'm yeah. just saying when you get to like Joel Freeman level, because I think he's higher rated than that. Like when you get to that elite level rating where you're, I think these days, if you're above 1020, that's kind of where that is. If you're finishing well at tournaments, like because if ratings, if ratings just always suck, like if they were just always bad, then the guys that are consistently playing well would have really bad ratings, but they don't. So like if you just if you just play good disc golf, like you're gonna qualify for USGC, you're gonna qualify for playoffs. Yeah. Like I, I think we we give power to the ratings, and this is on the manufacturers too. They shouldn't be no giving power to the that ratings make any either. Sense.
0: Well, it, it made sense in an era where you couldn't have all the best players in one spot. Right. In an era where we don't need it anymore. Exactly. Because in an era where you had, I was sponsoring this player in North Carolina and this player in California wants me to sponsor them. They're never going to play each other in the old era. Only way I can compare them is ratings. That was all I had, which is basically like the golf handicap. It'd basically be like if TaylorMade was like, you got to be better, like scratch or better to even be considered yeah that doesn't make sense sense because the tour exists and they can be like you need to be on tour disc golf we now have a tour that exists and the best players in the world are consistently on tour yeah so rating like that's where i think rating should exist for ams like me i still get excited when i look at my rating going up or down but i have the context of knowing i need to play certain events i want my rating to go up because it's gonna suck if not that's why i think when you get to a thousand that's a good threshold thousand plus rated there's guys on tour that are right at a thousand rated scott stokely i think 1004 rated so like that's a good threshold to know you aren't going to get to a thousand rated period no matter what ratings look like and be a bad disc golfer right period that's not going to happen you might go out play one tournament get a thousand rated and not be a real rating but you're good but you're still good enough to shoot a thousand rated round you're not going to get a thousand rated and be bad disc golfer so i think a thousand plus is just like once you get there if you want it next to your name, just says a thousand plus. Yeah. but then the qualification of like a big tour contract or not is like,
1: sorry, you just didn't qualify, you don't have a tour card yet. I get this feeling that the PDGA these days
0: Well the, the issue is they paid so much stupid money. Well for this rating they can't and also. Let it die.
1: I think that the, well also, I think the PDGA, like they can feel their grip on the sport loosening perhaps because the pro tour is, you know, people like people are never going to care that much about the governing body. Um, as far as like what gets the spotlight, like the tour is going to get the spotlight. They yeah. don't have the tour, you know. People are you know whisper about we need to separate rules even, and if they lose that, then like what? A- so I think ratings is like the one of the last things they have that like we own the ratings, we get to control them, and like players care about them, and that's one of the big reasons they'll never change them. I mean, I literally players talk- don't care on the anymore. One of them does. <laughs> yeah, but big germ he but cares
0: what. I've seen like maybe one two posts all year. You're right. No, of I, my rating. I'm just saying clearly,
1: there's still some out there that do.
0: If someone broke the like ceiling, like if Eagle got to 1070 rated, there'd be a post about right, it. Right, 100.
1: I think they like that, and, and like I mean, like I said, I've literally talked to Nate Heinold this year, and like he said, they're not changing the ratings. They're yeah, not, they're not gonna change. So I, I don't know. I yeah, I think I agree with you. I think that once you get to a certain point, um, they just shouldn't matter because I don't think they're accurate enough. I think once you because once you're on the tour, like the you, we shouldn't be like if I'm a manufacturer and I'm sponsoring touring players, I'm not looking at ratings. I'm looking at their average. Well, because also what's confusing
0: nowadays is we talked about ratings inflation previously. Brody made a good point on debate night the other night with the tour getting so much better, ratings are actually going down on tour. Yeah, because the they've trimmed the fat so much. The yeah. the rando nine, the top players needed the nine twenty rated player to come shoot thirty over par. Right. That doesn't happen as much on tour now, and how you can see it is the best rated player in the world is ten forty nine. Right. Well, Eagle might be in ten fifty. Let me look at Eagle. I'm looking at GMC. Is how I got to that. We were like, we were
1: all up in the ten fifty. We ago.
0: were. There was multi, It was the ten fifty boys. Yeah. Um. Eagle McMahon is ten fifty five. So Gosh. Eagle, but he hasn't played all year. I know that's crazy so though. He seems like I want. Can I go to? How do you get to stats? Player rank. Player.
1: Are you looking at your ratings history?
0: No, I want to just go... No, Okay, that's not what I want to do. Dang it. No, there's a way to just like player search maybe. Sort by rating. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it goes 1055 down to 1049. So Eagle's the only player in the 1050
1: rated at all. Who the heck is Andrew Simmons? Is that that guy that played that one event? Has he kept it the he's whole time? He's played one event. He of flex, kept start, flex start in 2021 and just never played another yeah, event. he kept it. Yeah. Respect. Respect. I would have done the same Respect. thing. Respect. Yeah. Dang straight. He's <laughs> 1044
0: rated and he's never playing again. Huge move. Well, <laughs> um, I mean,
1: even if he, if I played again, I would, I'd play I'd under play a, a, a fake name. Game. Yeah. I wonder,
0: do you think Andrew Simmons has two?
1: Oh my gosh, search Andrew Simmons. That's crazy. Surely not.
0: No, no. There is. There, two but the, other Andrew but Simmons. that's in California and North Carolina. So what? You this can, one's after Andrew Simmons. You can Simmons. put down any address you no, want. this is from Nova Scotia, Canada.
1: Has he played in Texas? Is there any other no. any of those other accounts played in Texas? Well, this
0: one's before him. Do you think he started a new account just for that? Could've. This one has played in 2022, but no, he's in okay. North Carolina. So just Andrew Simmons did not <laughs> do what we would have done. He might be playing under <laughs> a fake name.
1: That's true. Maybe he's Drew Simmons. Search, search S- Drew Simmons. search Drew Simmons. Oh. oh we're gonna get him red-handed <laughs> no oh, that would have been crazy <laughs> oh, wild. Uh, but
0: yeah so that so the ratings like that's another thing is do we really think that players in today's field are worse than they were a few years ago
1: no they're a lot better
0: but since Ricky and Paul aren't consistently winning their rating isn't as high yeah I, I even though they're technically I would argue probably better players the field just gotten so much better yeah and so, like, like a few years back, he put Gannon Burr of this year into a 2019 field. He's 1050 rated. Easily. And now he's t- he just broke 1040. Yeah. So that's where ratings just...
1: It's a much slower climb. The
0: too. more you look at ratings, the less you like them. That's just how it is. And Jeremy Coley, and I thought, you know, he, he did make a good point, at least, like, if we are keeping the ratings, if we want to change them, whatever. It is true to get from 13, 12 to 13 under... Is a lot harder than to get from two over to one over.
1: Now, why do you say that? In the grand scheme of things, why do you say that? Because they both involve a birdie.
0: One's more impressive of a round.
1: But you're not. That's not what you said. You said getting from twelve to thirteen and getting from plus two to plus one. Just, you have to do the same thing: make a birdie on a certain hole.
0: But in the grand scope of the round, it's a lot harder to get from twelve under to thirteen under at a course, because that means you got thirteen birdies versus you need one birdie. Right, but what is he? What is he saying? He's saying that. Exactly. It, the higher. Exactly so, what I just said. A player so should saying basically, under. So
1: he's saying basically as you shoot further under par, it should do this. Yes.
0: The okay. amount of between ratings points should increase so that the lower you get below par, the. Yeah, better that, your no, that makes gets. sense to me. That makes because, sense. because essentially, like, whole, for example, let's just do this. Hole 18 could be the easiest birdie on the course. Yeah. In the world, right? You go into it at two over and you get to one over I go into it at 12 under and get to 13 under yes that one stroke was just as easy for us to accomplish but I was I shot so much of a better round
1: yeah I mean I agree like the further under par you get it does like it's it gets harder, get harder and harder
0: and harder because like I might have strung 12 birdies in a row and I have to get 18 yeah if you're on a 12 birdie streak and you need that last one that's way harder than well, I'm two over par my round sucks
1: it makes sense. This is just why, though, like it's so it, it shouldn't golf matter. is so hard to quantify like this to like put down to one number. Like, I mean, this is why like chess, for example, like they use like an ELO. System. That's why you did the ELO. Right. Thing. Which like makes more sense to me than like this. Just like trying to come up with this magical number. Yeah, because elo, like, yeah. like
0: we could just go with a dominance index. Like at least that is a magical number. Now, how they get there is more confusing than how you get to the ratings. But it at least... At least you're getting in at least there it's like beating other players. You're saying, I'm number one in the world. People aren't posting, oh, Kristen Tatar's dominance index went up again. <laughs> but Kristen Tatar isn't making a post. My dominance index is 124.46, highest of all time. It's like, no, I'm yeah. number one player in the world.
1: Mm. The dominance index... That's I think, a post. I think the UDISC like, world rankings in about five years are going to look really good once they have time to like for the tour to like settle into them a bit i think they already look pretty good i mean they're like a, joel freeman jumped up into number 10 in the world as as the season has gone on the udis rankings have gotten better and better to where like this the more confusing placements are not quite as bad like no players have had their chance like brody was one of the ones that was like criminal because yeah he was, and he's in 50th now and he's it's
0: probably still low but it's a lot closer
1: yeah, yeah, he was like in the seventies for a while. Fifty is a lot closer. He would be anywhere from that forty to fifty range. That yeah. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, um, and I think like you're saying, the more you give, more data you give this dominance index, the better it's going to be mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. And I think it's just a easy thing to look at instead of being like, "Oh, Eagle McMahon is ten fifty five rated." Instead, it's like, "Oh, Ricky Wysocki's the number one player in the world."
1: It's true, mm-hmm. true
0: life. And it's also way easier to debate that, like. Well, I don't think Ricky's number one in the world. I think it's so Did the
1: U.S. tour rankings come out on the PDGA? Oh, you're
0: right. Let's look at that. Great. You know what, Trevor?
1: Pulled that one great out. Great job, Trevor. Great job, Trevor. Pull this it. is
0: why you're on this stinking podcast, bud. Yeah, man. You just, you just earned your spot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> player rankings. 2022, initially, okay, world rankings made their return.
1: I saw a link to the U.S. tour rankings below them.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they use that anymore. Do they now?
1: Uh, I think they do. I think they have a world ranking and a U.S. tour ranking.
0: Which one's more frequently updated? I
1: right, well, was just updated. updated.
0: All right, so Ricky Wysocki still the number one in the world. Paul's number two. Calvin three. Chris four. Matty O five. And then we have Kristen Page, Cat Own Val. Now, where and do they Hano. toss
1: Eagle in this one is where I'm kind of curious because these ones have a lot more to do with Eagles and Elevens. See, and I kind of respect that. I kind of respect the U.S. tour ranking. Because this is all World's uh, Champions Cup,
0: USCGC, Elite Series average, ratings factored in. They still have them at 10.50 rated. Did Ricky's rating update? I just looked at him. It's just 10.49. Uh, Wins, podiums, top 10, and then the average of all those together is what gives you the thing.
1: I think these ratings are a lot more simple to process. They just don't update them very often.
0: What Only quali- after major events. Yeah. What
1: qualifies somebody to be in the U.S. ratings?
0: If you've played in these events. Yeah. Just play in. Okay.
1: Let's it's see just where a competitive um, ranking system to UDisc. It's to see the
0: like randomness, let's see where they have. Say they have Brody 43rd. So pretty, pretty similar to Pretty 50th. similar, yeah. And Yuli was 49th in the, US, in the UDisc rankings, 47th in the U.S. tour rankings. So pretty similar. Pretty. Similar. I not
1: pays attention to these rankings. Though.
0: No. No one talks about them. We are. Now. Now everyone's going to pay attention to them. You're welcome.
1: Yep. Because <laughs> like on the broadcast they talk about do they even talk about the world rankings at not all? Not really. Yeah they don't. No. It's like they're just not willing to give. But I mean they're like basically co-broadcasting with UDisc. So U-Disc.
0: I mean they should I think they could at least talk about the uh, Pro Tour standings more.
1: Yeah, they don't, they, you did, they're on the broadcast, they don't really talk about, like, like world rankings, standings, like, anything like that, really. It would be cool, like, if I was a tournament director,
0: I'd be announcing, like, disk right now has Ricky's number one player in the world. That's, that'd be the first thing I'd say. Yeah. It's, like, the current number one player in the world, two-time world champ. You know, someone tweeted at me and said, can we talk about Ricky being washed up?
1: And I was like, what He's the heck three does that wins mean? This year.
0: And they said because their reasoning was he hasn't won a major since 2017, they said. That's a good point. Now, it's a five year drought. Now, is that point. true? Well, the, sounds true. I would
1: say the problem with that is that he, the real issue there is that he doesn't win U.S., like, he can't win it. So, like, is basically Are you
0: saying he literally like are you willing to go on record saying he cannot win the US It's just been USGCC. his history is what
1: I'm saying. I don't know. I think I don't think he can, I think he can win USDC for some reason. He just <laughs> he hasn't in his very good career. And he doesn't disc typically golf. come very close, does he? He had the one where he was gonna. He, he had was a chance gonna to win in twenty sixteen. We're oh, just gonna true, call true, it. True, he
0: true. won twenty sixteen. He's a twenty sixteen US. Champion. <laughs> nah, it's messed up, dude. No, he was. Co-champion. He was the one who was like big germ, and germ said he won the final day because germ was gonna have to fight off Ricky in twenty sixteen. Mm. Would have been very. It would have been very good. A sidearm co- battle. Twenty sixteen co champion. That was the year we were on there, and they forgot we were out there. Had us playing a hurricane. Hurricane Matthew. Um... <laughs> Yeah, 2017 Worlds was the last one he won. June of 2017, he won Aussie Open in January that year, and then uh, Worlds in in June. Those it's hard to. I mean, it's hard he to win does majors have, now. What is the PDGA Championship? Happened in 2011 was a major.
1: I think I saw that before, and I think the format was funky. It was
0: at IDGC.
1: I saw I saw this once because I was looking Website. at somebody's
0: stats. PJ Major held on three championship courses. Round one, screening of Chains,
1: the movie, Friday night. What is that? No shot. They actually, that movie actually came out. They had a screening of it Friday night. You never saw like it was like a documentary. Jeez. I saw the trailer. I think. Yeah, on Yeah, I saw the trailer like way back in the day, and I never thought it came out. It must have screened. It came out I'm in 2011. Let me be clear: if that movie actually exists somewhere still to this day, and anybody knows how to get a copy, please let me know. Like they had I, I saw that trailer. somewhere. 2011. Told. You got Ken Climo and Nate Dawes talk about how, like, like yeah, we're in the newspaper, man. You see that right next to the U.S. Open? <laughs> it's the greatest thing ever. They had a. Uh,
0: Round two and three on Saturday, round four on Sunday, and then the finals on Sunday.
1: What well, was it a major? Yeah. So they has been in their attempt at. Like this a, is
0: the Champions Cup. They brought it back. It was previously called the PGA Championship, and it's kind why. of a sick logo. I want a shirt with that on it.
1: Yeah, that looks good. Imagine
0: that on a dad hat, huh?
1: Why did they? Why did they cancel that? I don't know. PGA
0: we, Championship. I need to. Ricky won it in 2011. <laughs>
1: Imagine winning a fake major, bro. Well,
0: he also won the Japan Open. doesn't exist anymore. The Aussie Open that doesn't exist anymore. The European Masters. It was a disc golf world tour event that doesn't exist anymore. So,
1: Dane, he has all the That's fake the only majors.
0: problem with the current state of disc golf is there's so many majors that just don't exist. Cone Piche, Cone Aussie Piche Open, is the
1: ultimate fake major. I know, R.I.P. Kohlschreiber.
0: At least Eagle won European Open, so you can't say he hasn't won a major anymore.
1: It's true. No, I, I listen. I got rid of my my Eagle McMahon stick after last year. Like, yeah, he's got that dog in him for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, time for fan favorite segment. This chains trailer if is see, my
2: favorite thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's baby. incredible. Sound
1: uh, of the chains, baby. Nothing better. Oh, just just, you know
0: what before the we get into Trevor trivia, let's just search
1: "chains" the movie. I've been down this road, my guy. It
0: takes a while to get
1: down there. Came out
0: in 1989. It was similar it. to Assault on Precinct 13. That's not it. Uh, the Warriors,
1: where you, the waves. You did, are crazy. you did that thing again, where you don't add disc golf to a search query and just act act like it's going to bring up what you're looking for.
0: Well, like, you should title it something. Chains movie disc golf trailer. Chains the movie disc golf documentary on a Facebook. I page. mean,
2: I am going to I'm going to faint by watching this. It's like. It's incredible. It, it's just
0: half a second by I'm half not a second. Post it with Brody Smith and Avery Jenkins. Video. Should I just DM them and say like, "Hey, I don't know. Did this movie ever come out? Oh,
1: they have a website. Look to the left. They have a website. Change
0: the movie.com. It's gone. Can't be reached. It's
1: gone. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's nowhere. I don't think you can find it anymore.
0: It, it was just comments. like.
1: It was just like during that... awesome trailer, gave me someone will tell us. Someone will tell us during that era where like DOS was kind of taking August 30th, 2011.
0: Saw there was supposed to be a screening for this during Worlds. I just love anyone know about it. How it came off is it available for purchase somewhere? Preview looks cool. Um, I saw it. This person saw it. It was okay. I mean, it wasn't what I expected. It was two movies in one, really one about disc golf in its beginning, and then one about Nate Doss and Val. It was really long, but he still had a bunch of editing to do on it. In the speech before the premiere, I thought he said he was going to submit it to Sundance. I don't think it's what anyone expected. I talked to the guy like a month before Worlds, and the product I watched wasn't what he described to me. I don't know. I'm trying not to smash on the guy or movie. I have no clue what it takes to make a movie at all, but there's definitely something there. Oh, the
1: guy who was associated with Vibram in some way? It's it's, it's the lost footage. It's the lost footage, man. We need to get this thing. Gotta get it. I just know there's this clip where Ken Klima was throwing these, like, so ugly putts like he used to, but he's making them. He's like, that's what they're going to be dealing with all day out there.
0: Apparently, the guy who produced it is Derek Hastings, who's won as many Emmys as Nate has won world titles. Fascinating. He said, "Don't worry. The documentary is solid. As far as Vibram's concerned, Steve Dodge invested in the project through Vibram Disc Golf. So send this props and good karma This is this exists. I
1: need the footage.
0: Gosh darn, someone has it. Someone in the comments. I know you have it. Give it to us. <laughs> Change the movie.
1: That's incredible.
0: It's been a few years. Can you purchase it on DVD or stream it? That was somewhere? one of my favorite
1: disc golf like videos on YouTube. Like
0: <laughs> so, Ian." Uh, so, it's been a few years since I heard about change Purchase. Ian from Central Coast, seven years ago, he said, yeah, that ish is never coming out. Dude can't get money to buy the music rights. At least that's what I've heard. Someone said, and I heard his hard drive crashed in as well and he didn't have any backups. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance. Astra. That can't be it. Please don't let that
1: be true. That is so funny if that's actually what happened. Is hard. Drive. He couldn't buy the music rights, and his hard drive crashed. And what did his house blow up to? Like so it was basically
0: just if you were at Worlds in 2011, you got to see. No, something No, you were at the PDGA and Worlds. Oh, and there's, Worlds there's screenings at both. Double apparently, screen. double screen. You've seen something we want. Talk to us. Pull it out of your memory. All right, time for Trevor's trivia, fan favorite segment. You're all excited. We're excited, Connor. Focus. I'm excited.
2: All right. What you got? Did you guys um, go to? Tr- never mind.
0: Shush. Did we go where? Nowhere. What? I
1: don't even know what he's talking about.
0: What are you talking about? You interrupted God.
1: me. All right. This one was. This segment is called. When was it made?
0: When was it made? When okay. was it made?
1: Um, I dove back in.
0: 1989,
2: the- 2007. Beach ball. Was it 2007? I made. Uh, <laughs> I've kind of been on one lately.
1: I made a list of discs and like when they were approved. PDJ approved. And we're yeah. going to see who can guess the closest to each one and as many years as you are also the closest. without well
0: going over or just closest?
1: We'll just say closest.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. First one up well, is well, the Destroyer.
1: And you guys are both guests. Destroyer. Destroyer. Is All right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hunter.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Some of the. 2000 and. 2000. There's pre Avery Destroyers. We know that. So 2007.
2: That is literally what I guessed, Hunter. Remember? I'm gonna say two thousand and five.
1: It's two thousand and seven. <laughs> oh, so correct. I was right. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty wild. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Connor and I are like mentally connected because he's done like, he's <laughs> done what he just did there three times in the last like week. Week. Yeah. It's getting scary. I just said
2: two thousand seven and it wasn't. Well you're two years off now. Oh well, you're two years man, off I now. No. Right, no. next, I should have won. I called no. Dibs on that.
1: Next is the buzz. We talked about this before. Yeah, we haven't. I freaking forgot. Yeah, it.
2: I can't remember either.
1: I'm gonna stop. to Hear me breathing. I <laughs> want. I want to say. Well you? What do you? What do you not want to say?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say. I might be way off here. Okay. Probably yeah. am. I'm gonna say. 2012,
0: 2000 and
1: 2011. Okay,
2: I'm gonna say 2008, 2003. <clears throat> wow, I was I mean, thinking, I feel, for some reason I remember and I ten, think 10 year what, buzzes came out a long time. Yeah, ago. I, that's I, what I knew, for some reason I, I knew,
0: remember...
2: Go ahead. <laughs> I thought ten year buzzes came out last year for some. Well, reason. 2012 would be this
0: year. Ten year buzzes would come out this year. That's
2: why I changed it to 2011. Mm. Did he? Yeah, I did. He
0: did?
1: Uh, it doesn't matter. But.
0: Um, because I was thinking a uh, new ten year buzzes. I remember Trevor saying. Tw- 20 year buzzes are getting kind of close but I couldn't remember like how close they were so I just went 2007 I was like, or 2000 what did I say 2008, Eight? 2008 I was yeah. like that's getting kind of close 10 but your 2003 buzzes. The Zone I think came out in 2008 I
1: think so alright next we have The Berg
0: I remember my brother throwing it a while ago and it was relatively uh, new at that time so I'm gonna go 2015 that is literally what I was gonna say but you didn't say it did you
2: no I didn't I can guess the same thing no, I'm going to go 2013. It's
0: 2015. Oh my gosh, it's not fair. What did you say?
2: It is fair. It's completely fair. What so did 2013. you say? 2013.
0: In what year is it? 2015. Oh, nice. Okay, so I'm I'm smacking you right now. That is so five funny. I literally 12. was going to say 2015. And five is the
1: better score. So.
2: Five, I got five. You uh, got 12. The next is the
1: envy. My
2: turn. Yep. Shoot. Shoot. I have no idea. I don't know anything about MVP history.
1: Brush up on your books, then, my guy. I need
2: to brush up on my books. I need to brush off my books. I do have the MVP encyclopedia. (sighs) Okay, okay,
0: okay. I'm ready.
2: I bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm gonna go first.
0: Good. You need to. I'm gonna
2: say. (laughs) Did it come out before the burger? Had to have. Didn't have to. Did it? Did it? 2014. Ooh. I'm going to go 2012. It is 2014. Nice, yes. Nice. That was really big for me. I needed that today. Nice. All
1: right. <laughs> next is the original P2. And that is obviously the first one, not the one that just came out. I believe this is the original. 2010. Mold. Oh. 2011. The answer is 2007. Ah. Goose.
0: I can't remember how old this mania was.
1: Hunter still has a six-year lead. We have quite a that's few. That's nothing. We have four left though. Next we have. I never. This is give a tough up. one here. The pure. I ne- that's the thing you needed about the me. Pure. I never oh, good the pure. Oh, the pure. That is tough.
0: Good luck, Connor.
1: Mm. I think Climo threw this. Oh yeah. Ken Climo actually did win his first world title with a pure. Not many people played. P- a yeah, second. he played I'm a pure only, get only
0: that round. Away. He played a pure only round. Yeah.
1: It yeah.
2: was super. I'm pure. gonna go. 2016.
1: Okay. I'm gonna go two thousand and eight. It's two thousand and nine. <laughs> I suck. I suck buns.
0: It was one of Latitude's first mold, I think.
1: I, I did not know I that. only know that it's old because I have a very old peer. Yes, yeah, so I remember it being I remember I don't being know. older than Connor, I thought. Connor, you just should have remembered that super old pure I got, man. I don't remember you getting an old peer, I'm not gonna lie. You're not a really good friend then. <laughs> um I don't I don't know right. I know so little about trilogy. Next past. we have The Rock. The
0: rock. rock. of Ages. Probably
2: 2020. That's guess? my guess. That's not my guess. answer, yep. but it's your turn to go first.
0: Hey, it is my turn to go first?
2: Because yep. I embarrassed myself in the last one, and I- It's a rock. Enough.
0: 1995.
2: Oh, yeah? You think so? No. It's 1998.
1: The answer is 1987.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 1990, That's but I was like- That's so long ago. I was going to say 1990, but I was like, I don't know how this, this, old this is. I know it's old. That is so
1: long ago. Um... Okay. So I'm
0: smoking you more yeah, now. I'm not
1: even Dude. Gonna keep Come on, man. On He's not even keeping points anymore. It's over. Um, we have two more. Next is the force. Dead man walking. <laughs> <laughs> next is the force. Maybe Hunter will say it was made in the 60s and you'll have a chance.
2: <laughs> Look at me in the eyes.
0: If ice. you guess the
1: last Look two on the dot, th- you win, Connor.
0: 1965. If you get, if
1: Connor, how about this? Hunter's, Hunter's done playing. Aww. If Connor guesses <laughs> the next two in a row. Can I play for fun? Yes, you can. You can guess after him. I'm
2: not gonna guess them on the die. If you do, you win though. You never know. You guessed before you even knew my question. You guessed the first one. I need that. I need and then that. you second guessed yourself. Yeah, don't and didn't even pick tell it. me the disc.
1: I'm just gonna guess them. It's both the force. Right now. It's the force of the first one.
2: Oh, the force. So the buzz came out in 2003.
0: Yeah, and the force is already out at that time. Are you
2: joking me? Yep,
0: I don't actually know when the force came out, so don't listen to a word I'm saying. Okay.
2: Um. I don't know. That didn't help me because I don't know when The Force came me. out.
0: Excuse <laughs> me.
2: That hurt. Dude Man just threw up. <laughs> Did you just say Dude Man just threw up? He said Diz Man. Uh, dude Man. I don't know if The Force came out before the buzz or after the buzz. Okay. I Sick. feel as if it came out after the buzz because they had the things like The Pulse and, and the mm-hmm. whatever the other one good is. Strategy. And I feel like that came out before the buzz. So I'm going to say The Force, 2010.
1: Mm-hmm. Good. Good guess. 2008. Not guess. bad. I need nope. to guess.
2: Well, Hunter just, Hunter guessed last the last one's 60s. the polecat. The polecat? Oh, that came out a while ago, like
0: 1642. I'm going to say mm, mm, is not my guess first. It's like, not your guess. Oh, no, I already no, won. No. 1999.
2: 99?
0: I'll give you a shot there. Like, if It came out in 2020. <laughs>
1: <laughs> came out pretty cool soon. It was not long ago. It was like three years ago. <laughs>
2: Are you making a joke? Yeah, <laughs> I, I threw a polecat long and three years ago. <laughs> um, you actually
0: bought one as soon as it came out, so just remember when you threw it.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: So, probably. Here, Connor, I'll give you a hint. Give me a hint. It was in the 1900s. <laughs> 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 I'm kind of close. All right, give me another hint. It was, it was in third the digit. 90s.
0: No, I'm all very right, close. All right. One more hit.
1: It was 1994. <laughs> 1994. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got five back. My on fingers it. were crossed. I win. Nope. No. Like if your fingers crossed, you win. <laughs> oh. Uh Are You guys going to faint cuz I think I might. You okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. It's all the exhaust I ran into from Kent the- last night. Yeah. And uh, his dad. You what? And I saw his Corvette, Corvette.
2: Do you know that we're still on a
0: podcast right yeah, now?
1: I just remembered.
0: I sneeze.
1: The <laughs> bear <laughs> <laughs> What? All right. Just because I said I was going to fade doesn't mean we have to get silly.
0: <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't trying to. I was trying to say Pro Tour. I said the Pro <laughs> Peppa. Pu- I forgot, to bring, I forgot Disc- to bring the
2: trash can out to the road today. I just had to get up that, that off my chest.
0: The Disc Golf Pro Tour Championship <laughs> has announced that the tournament is staying in Charlotte but is being moved. Um, I believe Hornet's Nest has like some construction renovation going on so Dang. they cannot do it there. Dang. So they moved it across the city. Not really... Like, Minutes away to Nevin Park.
1: Oh, we Nevin's good. Nevin.
0: Nevin Nevin's not like tour Nevin. good, but they was good, Did but say yeah, that the course will sport. be undergoing changes, including new tee pads, fairway cleaning, and hole tweaks before the event. So we can't judge Man, it. Good for Nevin. They just get to tour in town or get like new yeah, tea pads sick. and everything. Yeah, we can't we can't judge Nevin until we see what they did to Nevin.
1: I but because uh-huh. the thing about I'm excited about Nevin that. as is is not tour. But my thing was with Hornets Nest is like I didn't even think Hornets Nest to me was never like that great. However. The open holes at Horton's Nest, what they did with them for the pro tour, like the special layout they would do, made that course pretty solid because you had a pretty good hybrid mix. And the wooded holes were okay. So Horton's Nest, like, sufficed. Um, it, I mean, it was a pretty good course. Horton's Nest a pretty good course. But Nevin, yeah, was fun. But, like, I don't remember thinking, like, oh, this is, oh, man, the Tournament Championship. Yeah, like, it's just funny it's fun course. It's just odd to me. And I get that, like, this was not their first choice. But we're talking about, like, the biggest event. Like in the tour, like in as far as like money is involved, and like it's the postseason, and like why are we going to a course that isn't even like I think ready? I think they just want it in Charlotte. I think they're desperate to keep it in Charlotte, which is I don't know why. Here's a question: I Cle- uh, clearly they don't care that much about Here- spectators because they, they're. Some of their... Well, also, is Nevin going to be that good for spectators? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's It's not going to be good for spectators, like, gallery-wise. No. There'll be no holes that, like... Here's a question
0: for our local Charlotte aficionado. Uh Is there a tour-level course in Charlotte?
2: You know, honestly, I was thinking about that just then. And I was thinking, you know, um, Angry Beaver could be good. But (sighs) no, hold on. I'm not done. But then I remember there's so many holes on the back nine that just aren't good holes. Like, they're just really bad holes. Like, not good fairways. So, Man. I don't think that that's an option. I think Hornet's Nest was the best option in Charlotte for a tour champion. Yeah,
1: my uh, course. I've heard whispers of like pros moving there. Well, there are pros a lot already of pros moving there. there. But, like, I've heard whispers of like setting up disc golf them complexes. Starting up complexes there. And, like, that'd be great. Cause, like, Charlotte deserves to have a like New London situation like we have here where, like, they, they get a course in that's like legit tour ready. Like, they, they need that in that area because it is so populated with disc golfers. Well, when you play now Charlotte heard, courses... Or at least just, like, one that's, like, within an hour of Charlotte.
2: Yeah. like I do have a little insight here. Mm. Um, the place that I actually went to high school, the community college attached to it, had a disc golf course that was very good. I used to play it all the time. It was one of my favorite courses. I've heard from Malt that... Um, that they've done a ton of like remodeling on that course and it's now really good like mm-hmm. it was really good but they made it like harder and like more professional and, and so I would, like, I would i would i want to go check that course out really bad with I'm the tour Charlotte.
1: courses is, is like they had to be so long yeah so you just need, you so need, so need a lot space. of land yeah yeah they, this this does have a lot of like, nevin though like as much as it was like a, we had a fun time there i'd have to go it's back very and watch it course. again to like remember but it was fun but like it's not gonna like Nobody's gonna be like, man, this course is so sick. Like, it was just a good course, but yeah. it, it's not like. But well, I
0: feel like there's nothing
1: flashy about it. Charlotte yeah. is
0: very North Carolina disc golf
1: esque, mm-hmm. which means like tight woods a lot of times. Hole 18 is kind of crazy. The hole we wanted on yeah. there. That'd be interesting. Um, see if they make it. And that I just harder. I think
0: that tight woods just doesn't play well on tour, in my opinion. I think it makes, it makes like, because it makes disc golf hard. But it makes it hard in a way that's not fun to watch.
1: Yeah. Like hit early trees, scramble I, a lot. Yeah, like, I would rather see I'd rather see uh, like hybrid courses. I, I don't mind a few holes of that, but I don't want yeah. to really see a whole course of just I,
0: I like you step up and you got to hit like a tight 300-foot tunnel shot after you just play like four open holes. Because then yeah. it makes that hole way harder, and it's like a one-off. If someone's scrambling, it could still blow up
1: on the hole, well, but it's not like... And I like wooded golf to where the fairways... I like letting a disc
0: fly. right The fairways are a little bit wider. Kind of
1: like that, because like you play like New London, for example, or even you know there are holes at Northwoods like this, to where the fairways are plenty wide. You're gonna hit the fairway, but then the way the, the where the woods comes into play is if you fade out or yeah. turn it over and then you're in the woods and you have to scramble the rough i'd rather woods. yeah i'd rather see the rough being the woods rather than the i'm just gonna way. hit yeah i'm gonna hit trees like directly in front of me
0: renaissance like rennie golds yeah isn't that kind of oh, gimmicky yeah. slightly yeah. it is slightly that's I feel that like, like
1: triple lo- island hole there's, there's, there's a lot crazy. of
2: courses that's why I'm, i remember it the one where there's yeah, a ladder a, to get into awesome. the gorge that one's awesome
1: Oh, um, yeah, and you got to throw, yeah, like... Yeah. yeah. They're, like, big islands. That's what I was saying. There's yeah. a lot of
2: courses in Charlotte that have more potential, I think, than Nevin. Nevin, no matter what you do, it's going to be a wooded course. While there's a lot of courses like Renaissance Gold or the one that I'm talking about uh, at that SBCC is what's I don't remember what it's called. Dry Creek, I think. What about R.L. Smith? But, yeah, and I think R.L. Smith is um is closed down. Really? Oh. Yeah. I believe that, I believe that is the case. That's awesome. But Arnold Smith is because was a pretty good course, well. huh? I'm, but like all these courses, they they could if, with a little effort be turned into a good half wooded half open course. But Nevin, you can't do that with.
1: I'm mostly surprised that they didn't go to a golf course just because that would have been probably their easiest solution. However, All I think... All the
0: golf courses in Charlotte are nice as frick, though. Well,
1: yeah, and I think they probably just wanted to keep the identity... I guess they like the identity of that event being like Charlotte Carolina Woods Golf, which is like... Well,
0: they probably also don't want another golf course.
1: Yeah. Quarrenson
0: well, yeah. S wasn't really Carolina Woods Golf, though, I feel
1: not like. Not until the back nine. But the, even the then, back it's nine not... was...
0: There's a few holes of it.
1: Uh, isn't, there's not a lot of much. elevation Pretty on, much the back nine is wooded. Once but you there's get- not a lot of. But elders, it's not like though. it's
0: not like you're, when when I think Carolina Woods, I don't think Hornet's Nest. Yeah, if that
1: makes sense. When I get to the back nine, Nevin is more Carolina Nevin Woods. Nevin is more.
0: Anyways, but it should still be a good time, and they they've got enough time to make some changes. And it sounds like they're putting several new tee pads and do it, so. We can't really judge the course, even though we just did. It'll be until interesting we to
1: see it. because now we're going to a new course. You know, we've seen like the same guys really have success at Hornet's Nest, Dickerson, Kevin Jones. Um, obviously, last year it was um, Nathan Queen, but I'd be curious to see like if we get a, a new winner or like new guys. I mean, it's similar style golf, but it's a different course, you know, and that makes it, that, that makes a difference. So.
0: Yeah. Um, while I was perusing the Reddit, like I typically do if I don't have a lot of topics to talk about, I found this thing that says, random thing you might not know about disc golf, number two. Ooh. Apparently, did number one. I can find that if mm. you find this interesting. Uh, and these are just some random facts um, that are kind of cool. In 2006, Quest AT, do you remember them? No. Quest Discs? Oh, yes. 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 They approved 23 discs in 2006. Wow. Yeah. Quest had approved has it had disapproved at a rate almost two discs per month. Uh it's the record for any single brand in a year. What who do you think is second for most discs approved in a month? In a month. MVP. Or in a year. In a year, in excuse me. MVP. MVP? Prodigy. Prodigy's is second at Dang, eighteen. Who's third? That. Who's third? I guess it's not MVP because you probably um, would have said it. Disc mania. Did you look at his list? No, I swear to Discmania's you. Disc Mania's third. I'm thinking of companies and that got going quick. 2021 was the third when they they had 14 in oh. 2021 because of the evolu- evolution and active line. That makes sense. Uh, who? Okay, we'll give you one more, Connor. One more shot here. Who do you think is fourth? You can answer too, Trevor. Oh, I thought it was only for him. No, I'm giving them a is, to beat What is do we give? we know who's, who's fourth? Who's fourth? Quest AT, Prodigy, Discmania, and then this company. And the question is what? Infinite. Infinite? Who made the most discs in one year? Mm. Fourth and, fourth on the list. Uh, Who got the most of I, I know my second Disccraft? guess. Yeah, because I feel like Discraft. Both came are incorrecting so dynamic.
2: Molds. No. <laughs> Would you keep going cast plastic. No.
1: Innova. Yep. Okay. It
0: was the year wow. of the three molds. They uh, so got their AVR three, Gator three, all that. I was
2: thinking the, the the like awake the um what would you call it the like reawakening of Discraft recently. Whenever mm. they started releasing a bunch of molds, you
0: know? so um then the number two thing on this list. This is one of the best sources for disc information. Is a defunct Swedish website. I never heard what? of this website. What? It says, you know you're talking to an old disc golf nerd if they know what discgolfsweden.se was. So it was a, during that time, the Swedes who ran the sw- the site, Peter Bigby, Thomas Ekstrom, Jonas Gruden, Jonas Loff, Shell Sölden. Bun- I'm butchering all these. Just insert Swedish name Ins- here. Well, Thomas Ekstrom's the big one. Because he, Tomas, sorry. He was the designer for Latchett, I believe. They created a large source of useful disc golf information. Uh, what made it special was a disk database. It didn't con- just contain disk dimensions. It also contained information about each and every disk that you could find information about. They archived invaluable information about niche, niche brands that would have been unsearchable without them. You can't access their data- data- database through the internet archives anymore, but there's a lot of good to be found on Snapchats of the site. Here's a few things you can highlight to read from. Uh, I pulled the site up because the site's apparently gone, so you had to go to like Web Archive, like a right. way back machine to like, look at it. And it's pretty cool. Um, West Side Aces trio new disc today, and this is 2016. It looks like Westside came out with some new discs. What happened to the site? Probably just no point to keep it up.
1: Dang, dude, let's bring it back. Just um, because S-
0: apparently, it. like, I think it's kind of like disc golf course review. Like how that had that forum, and like everyone was, you everyone used that. I, I think you, that's what it was, right? Now people use Reddit. Now people use Reddit. Um, yeah. And uh, let's see. DGCR is big. Here's another one we can we can ask you some questions about. This is the fifth thing on
1: his list. You can find them all on uh, Did you guys have Reddit. disc off scene accounts? Like, yeah. like, that you, like, put Did you guys like put your bag together no. in it? I think I did. I had an app. I want to see if I can still find it. Go ahead, Hunter.
0: So the AVR is the longest continually produced disc. Okay. Well, all the ever made, the AVR is the one that's been made the longest. It was PGA approved in 1984. And there's a few versions, but you can still buy the original or classic AVR. And it's still being produced today. What do you think is the second longest? Wizard. Wizard?
1: The second longest is disc. It, I don't like the way you looked at me. Just still saying. in production. The Magnet.
0: Um, interesting y'all both didn't go with Innova discs. The Stingray, 1987. Because oh.
1: the Magnet's also 87. What is the I'm Wizard? I'm almost positive. I thought the Wizard was... 93. It's the Magnet. 93? I mm-hmm. thought it was
0: in the 80s. That was the first disc craft disc to survive, and it served as a nice compliment to the Aviar back in the day. I thought it was in the in It's the 80s. fifth on the list. Okay. The next one's I, the rock. We just were asked about that. Yeah. Uh what do you think of the one in between the rock and the magnet is? Is it between nineteen eighty nine and nineteen ninety
1: three? The gazelle. Gazelle? When did the uh, Like the cl- like the classic rock? Or no, I know I bet I know what it is.
0: What? The Cobra? Nope. The Viper? Nope.
2: King Cobra? Nope. The uh the, the- what? No the um crow no it's a beadless oh.
0: it's a beadless rock
1: the shark yes. oh the shark wow i didn't realize the it shark came out was the same year
0: as rock both H- came out in 1989 ah. uh, then you have the magnet um how many discs approved before 1996 are still in production today in constant production
1: before 19 what 96 <sighs> are still in cons probably like
0: how many discs like thir- we just said 5 of them
1: probably like 20 20
0: Approved before 1996, still in constant production or have been ten, in constant production. 10, ten 9. Ooh, Very
1: close. I win, Trevor. The most recent, the latest so one cool. was the Blowfly oh my 1996. Gosh, I just figured 1996. Wow. I, could, I just got into this account. Fascinating. When, stuff, was
2: it, when huh? did the wizard come
0: out? It was on the list. Dang.
1: Can I For some, have
2: some reason, in my head, it was like super that. old.
0: I can find it. Is that a satisfying noise? Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, it was approved in. Wow. What year? I'm just making you guess. I like I like guessing. 2008, earlier.
2: Okay, keep guessing. I was 2001, later. 2005, earlier. Oh my 2004.
1: gosh! I found it. Earlier. 2003, earlier. 2002,
0: dude, you knew it. Holy crap! I'm
2: amazing. You're, you're a wizard, Connor.
0: <laughs> I have I
1: have my bag from this would have been in like 2014. It's still on my disc golf scene account. I had. An Avery Jenkins Destroyer in there, and that was a nice. stock disc back then. I also had a Champion Groove in there. I had descriptions of what I did with them, too. Oh, heck yeah. Dang. This is insane. Nerd alert. I had my bag built out on a U-Disc like five years ago. I, I like. had, this is how many putters I had in my bag, allegedly. I had three, this couldn't have been all in my bag at once. I had three KC Pro AVRs, a Yeti Pro AVR, a Judge, and a Magnet. How's that possible? <laughs> is, is this like every disc I own? Yeah, you probably bought every disc. You I had, had in almost there. all Innova, except for like a couple randos. That is fascinating. That's very funny.
2: This was. Do you want to hear my bag? No. In, all right, no
1: problem.
0: Uh, so yesterday Wait, I had for some, real. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh,
1: go ahead, Connor. Never mind.
0: <laughs> no,
1: dude, that's bullying. Go, go for it. Give us a few highlights.
2: I had okay. Well, I had two Yeti Avrs, a P two, The Yeti Avrs were sick. An R Pro AVR, a, cl- a classic rock. I had an AVR three. <laughs> I had Gross. one, two. AVR three, sick. I had. You don't need to stop I me. really want to throw it again. We have to do a video where Trevor and I play an AVR on, AVR three only round. I want. Uh, I just want to throw it to know if I like. like I it have now. one, two, three, four, five rocks in my bag. Uh, Mako 3, Gator, T-Bird, T-Bird, Leopard 3, Thunderbird, Thunderbird, you Firebird, like
1: CD2, why PD. Like she threw everything on Heiser.
2: Wraith, Mamba. 20?
1: If you threw it flat, it wasn't great.
2: I had six Destroyers and a Colossus. Oh my
0: gosh. And a Colossus. <laughs> I have nine discs logged on U-Disc. They were all like, I uh, didn't have any in my bag. So I had all discs that I like threw a far shot with, and I wanted to measure how far it was. But mm-hmm. this goes back a long way. Like I broke 300 for the first time on uh, U-Disc. Dang. Uh, so it was with my crate. I don't think it's on here. Yeah, right here. Blizzard crate, 319 no. feet. I threw Dang. it. Dang. That was a forehand, I remember it. It was wow. actually into the backyard of the house I now live in. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I could throw a forehand 319 feet now. <laughs> I had an Archon on here, went 323 feet. Had a destroyer go four ninety six liar, uh D one go four seventy six a D three go four fifty eight a PD go four oh nine a strike go six hundred eleven feet. It was downhill, but I did get an eagle. Turn go four eighty six and a wraith. Oh, those are your those are my distances. Dude, I,
1: I've definitely got some like U disc like they can't be real distance six eleven.
0: I remember it was real. It was just downhill. In a well,
1: because my furthest throws are at east so it's mm-hmm. like slightly downhill' a little That's bit. right through uh 490 that destroyer. i've got one i've got one 574 yeah baby. with a d2 Dang. and like I remember like I mean I, I'm not like it's ud distance so it's within like probably 20 feet accurate but it's downhill tailwind. But this one landed across the road.
0: Yeah, it's a crush. It was a,
1: it's, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's probably like a 500 foot throw. It's a crush. But yeah, it's definitely a little bit fake news. All
0: right, to wrap out the show, I want to do another quiz. Okay. I like quizzes.
1: I like the the quizzes. We're a quiz show. This is welcome to Quizlet.
0: Excuse me, geez. Um, So yesterday I had free time. Okay. And so I went into our Discord. If you're not a member of our Discord, um, check the link in the description down below. And I added everyone and I said, hey, Got some free time right now. I saw that. I was like, "Dang, Um, Hunter must be bored." DM me (laughs) what, like, DM me what you're looking for in your bag, and I'll give you a disc recommendation. So I spent spent like an hour and a half straight of answering these, and the game I want to play. Is you, if you can oh, guess what I recommend. I love that. Idea. Okay. I definitely can
1: Uh so I'm gonna just start clicking we on. Do not think about this the same way. I'm gonna start
0: yeah, clicking. But I on, think I can
2: think about how Hunter
0: thinks. Some random things. I think I here. can think
2: about Hunter thinks how he thinks. So this
0: person wanted a flippy driver that's a little more stable than a nuke SS. I also want to know I like I think
1: you was said there, a wave. I think you said a wave. A wave. Was there business in mind when you were
0: I only answered with distance stock, yes. Yes. So there was oh, business okay. in
1: mind. You need what did he say?
0: A uh, flippy driver that's a little more stable than nuke SS. Back.
1: You said a, a trespass.
0: I did say a trespass. Holy crap. A wave I wouldn't have said because I think that's he two just steps. put a trespass too. I think that's two bag. steps too stable. stable. Okay. I think it's too stable. I'm one for one. You are one for one. <laughs> All right, we'll go up. Another That's kind
1: of you. You're messing with the wrong duo here. I'm uh, gonna get all of these. This guy
0: said, "I want something I can yank on a little bit of hyzer <laughs> and get turned, but still come back." <laughs> this, this, in the mid-range fairway slot. I throw about three twenty to three fifty fairway
1: Mid-range fairways. So did you, slot, you give him a fairway? Did you give him a can, mid-range? He he can yank over on it and it'll come back. Is what he's saying? He, he can
0: yank on on a little bit of hyzer. So basically, oh. saying he wants to get behind it, get it to like stand up a little bit, and still come out of it. Mm. Mid-range fairway. Well, he throws three twenty-five, three fifty.
1: You gave us? Did you give him one for both? No, I just gave him a, just a fairway. Just a fairway. Okay. Did you give him? So you? you probably him gave that. him a thunderbird.
0: If he wants it to flip up, I a was little think, bit. Yeah, I was thinking. Throw, he too wants stable. to throw it on high and you flip up, throwing three fifty.
1: Okay, so you're a little less stable than that. Yeah, you that's give what him I was... a vulture.
0: Okay, Connor.
2: Uh, I think a Vulture's probably good one. I don't think you would say Maverick because I think it'd be too flippy. But I'm going to say Maverick.
0: Leopard three. Leopard three. Okay.
1: Vultures too. I Vultures too over
0: stable. He wants it to flip up off hyzer. I can't get a vulture to flip up. I've never
1: up. thrown a vulture. You, hey, I don't know anything. About You've only seen that
0: ESP one that I beat up
1: for a year. Well, or I see Brody throw when he flips them up.
0: Well, he throws five hundred. Yes. Uh, this guy he wanted a fairway driver. Um, he wants it between a seven and nine speed, and the only one in his bag is a Star Eagle. He loves it, but he wants something that's a little less stable than his Star Eagle. Seabird. seven and nine speed range. Oh.
1: Keybird is really not that much different than an eagle. Yeah, so I would say this might be where you went. So Ultra. you said nine speed. Ultra?
2: So he said seven to nine speed. Oh, Okay, seven to nine speed. I would say that you said, a that you said a said, uh. Undertaker. I went tl
0: ah. three. He liked the star eagle, so I went to keep it in star plastic. That's a good, I was gonna good say tl
2: three for you, the one that
0: the guy that likes to throw it on hyzer. Uh, Dan the Disc Man said thanks for doing this it's really cool anyway <laughs> under stable fairway seven to nine speed and i gave him two different options here
1: you definitely gave him the maverick, maverick yeah one. okay and then under stable fairway seven to nine speed
0: gave him two options
2: i bet you gave him the jackalope
0: jackalope maverick connor oh
2: that's a good one the jackalope Okay, so definitely Maverick, I think, and then I would say that you said the
0: Sidewinder. I said the It and the Heat. Dang, the Maverick oh, the sometimes are not. Duh,
2: you definitely would say the Heat. What are you talking about?
0: The Maverick, the, hit, the Maverick. I've, I've thrown. I've been burned by the Maverick because I had one that was way too flippy, and then my next one would just flip up. And I don't know how far this guy throws. So understable. The Heat and the It are going to be understable.
1: Yep. We'll go like two more here. This is fun. <sighs> guys, you guys don't want to come to me for suggestions, bro. Have fun throwing rollers.
0: But what that guy throws 300 feet. He might I, not flip keep, up the
1: I keep glossing over that part. <laughs> That's like the most important part of this. Um, yeah, let's
0: dummy. see. Uh,
1: this person want an understable
0: mid-slash-mid-range turnover shot.
1: Uplink. I bet you, yeah. I bet you said, up yep, I said yeah. uplink. Yeah, said uplink.
0: Let's see this guy. He said he wants a stupid overstable distance driver. Skip shots, high spike Kaiser flex shots, something like the metal Flake maxes of old. The, the, the new Rickey enforcers. The new JP oh, MF yeah. Max isn't it? Neither is the Nuke OS. The Ricky Enforcer counter. suggested. Yeah, I you yeah both agreeing with us? But I'm not going to say panic. why did you not oh, wow. say that? Ricky Enforcer isn't that overstable.
1: It's <laughs> controllable. I've never seen anything that stable distance driver. That thing was crazy when you were throwing it. You couldn't get it to go more than like 320.
0: You were like It's still it in my bag. This.
1: I, that thing was crazy over the when you were throwing it. I don't remember. The panic might be the same, but whenever you would it, I know that enforcer, the, the panic I took like,
0: out because it was too overstable. The enforcer's still in my bag, you were, which told me it's not as overstable. You were as getting the
1: over on that thing and it was coming out fast. You did throw it a lot though. It is very it's stable. still in my bag. Yeah.
2: Give us another one.
0: You want another one? Yeah. Uh so this guy I have to give you a full context of this conversation. Learning backhand had a really good snap and yeeted my TL3 into oblivion, need a good turnover disc. And I said, do you want something more or less stable than TL3? And he said, I guess I want something to throw flat and get a good long turn out of, but my power is going up. So maybe a little more stable than the TL3. What disc did I recommend?
2: I don't know if you would go to a Thunderbird yet.
1: He wants it to be more stable? Here's the tough
0: part is he's asking for two different things. He wants something to throw flat and get a good long turn out of. Yeah, but he wants more stable than the TL three. TL three starts like a T bird. Yeah, for
1: reference. Yeah. So what he's asking for has a lot of late fade, but it's going to turn a little bit. You know what disc I have that kind of does that, or have thrown, is like an onyx. Okay. The onyx I could throw flat and it would turn and then have good bite. That's what I would have suggested for him.
0: Connor,
2: maybe, dang, I'm having a hard time with this one, this one's tough,
1: just do it man, maybe, maybe this I one, I said Vulture. the FD as well, Vulture, oh, the
0: FD would be a good but one, it's not but really yeah, I'll accurate. go Vulture, Undertaker,
1: I see, I just think you wouldn't suggest it because you hate the disc. So i don't
0: i don't let my personal bias you're not really in. so
1: hunter basically will suggest a disc that he doesn't like just keep that in mind
0: undertaker is a great about. disc i just don't like it i'd recommend the buzz of someone i, I believed
2: like i believed that you would that you mm-hmm. would recommend the Undertaker because i guessed it on one of them
0: all right no another one about it i don't disagree with any I, of your I, was, I think you should save these these are kind of fun yeah they are fun all right last one fine okay <laughs> i need a disc to throw hydro flips with what speed are you looking for and how far do you throw he throws a little over 400 and looking oh, for so a 9-speed. He speed.
1: crushes and he throws a 9-speed to era,
0: good, good option. I didn't mm. say
2: it, though. And 9-speed there's a little he over 400. He wants hyzer flips. Heiser flips. Straight out of the box. Well, flip up. You said Thunderbird. You said Thunderbird. Arrow, you said Thunderbird.
0: F- what, how flippy do y'all think Thunderbirds he th- are?
1: Yeah, his are... I, I right, can't even right, flip up right, a Thunderbird. You're right, you're right, you're
0: right. The inertia is what I went with.
1: I would never Guaranteed sure. Heiser flip. Arrow was the best option there.
0: I did recommend an arrow to someone. Reb Willie D. I recommended the arrow too. I forget Rep. what he was looking for. Do you know what he was looking for? And I'll tell you what I recommend oh the Aera goodness, for.
1: Oh, my goodness,
0: yes. Reb was Indulge looking for. me.
1: For.
0: I won't read what he said about you. He okay. didn't say anything about you. I love him. He said he wanted a neutral 10 to 11 speed to fit between his Onyx and his Avenger SS. I initially suggested the Vulture. That's a big uh, gap there. And he said the Vulture was more stable than he wanted. He said his beat in Onyx was like a more stable Vulture. He got a Rogue. I said, if you don't want to disc to Discraft only, the Era. Is like a less stable vulture. Ox
1: was a good disc. I, I, I liked the Onyx when I
2: had
0: that in my bag. There you have it. So that's the show. We'll be back here uh, on thir- Wednesday to do the preview show for the Green Mountain Championship. Coming up, the first playoff event. The offseason is just around the corner. If Buy you offs. like, uh, if you liked this episode, you're going to love the offseason, let me tell you. Um, we're offs. definitely going to bring back In the Bag this offseason. Is that what we called it? What's in the bag?
1: Something like that.
2: Yeah, we called it in the bag, I think.
1: Uh, and we're gonna bring it back. We're bringing we're gonna, that back for yeah. shizzle. We had a um, lot of we're gonna a lot invent of, a bunch of We new had, had a lot of stuff. The
0: off season podcast is
2: my favorite. I think it's so much we're fun. We're gonna invent a bunch of new So
0: you're not gonna sure. miss the off season, but we're we're about a month out from it. It's not gonna be it's us about. just
2: looking for things to talk about. It's no. gonna be planned.
0: Absolutely. We'll talk to you awesome. then.